<laughs> Good Tuesday. To be loved. To be loved. Wow. What a feeling to be loved. You got to say something so I can hear you on the TV. Hi. Wow. What a feeling to be loved. On way in the we be more, yeah. You gotta turn the TV down. Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, my beautiful people. Make sure we say good morning to the lady house. Good morning, Miss Marissa Lane. Huh? How you doing? How you doing, lady of the house? What's poppin'? You okay? What's new? What you got going on over there? What you doing right now? I'm here with my baby. Oh, okay. <laughs> Not that part, but just in life. What's going on? Before we before we jump into the show, we do have some great things we want to talk about this morning. What's going on in life? Um, you know, Nami's, uh... Nami's Nami-ing. Yeah, Nami's Nami-ing. You had some orders, right? Mm-hmm. True, true. What's up, Tia Pearl? What's up? In the moonlight, the moonlight. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's in my it's on my it's on my usual uh playlist. Uh I don't play it. I don't play the artist song while the artist is like in the car. I always feel like that's weird. Yeah, it does. Like, but I do be I do listen to I do listen to my artists a lot. Yeah. Good morning, T. How we doing this morning? You got the uh and Jay! Good morning, Jay. T you got the you got the yoga popping this morning? I seen T- Tia posted a picture yesterday on her story where, like, she got, I guess she got half an ab coming in and she, like, pointed to it. But it might have been a shadow. But I see you out there, Tia. I see you, baby. Huh? Shaking that ass. <laughs> Shaking that ass. <laughs> What's up, Tails? Good morning. Huh? Oh, man, it's going to be a lovely day. So this morning, uh, I, I only have three topics that I, uh-oh, I left my lo- notes in the back. Talk to the people, sweetheart. <laughs> okay. Um, okay, got my notes here. Okay, so a couple of things, a few things we want to talk about tonight, uh, today. I do want to talk about Colonel West, um, Colin the West, if you will, uh, coming to America too, um, the selling of Title to Square, the anti noise uh, pollution act is back, and of course, we got to talk about possibly the most the most buzzworthy conversation that's happening in the African diaspora right now, which is the Meghan Markle Royal Palace situation. What's up, Just Plain Jones? Huh? I heard you just came back into the city, man. What's up? What you trying to do, man? You trying to make an album? What's going on? Jay? Pull up. I don't know. I'm just talking at this point. Um, what you want to talk about first, sweetheart? Sweet thing? Hey, now look now. I done looked in the comments. We'd have been here, what? Three minutes and a half. Ain't nobody say good morning to the lady of the house. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. It's finna be some furniture moving at your house. Y'all better say good morning to the lady of the house. Much a rude mother. Anyway, actually, there is a rude mother. That's not. A, she's not a rude mother. She's just a mother. <laughs> um. Uh. Yeah. We get. And of course, we're gonna have to talk about. We're gonna have to talk about this Megan situation. Now, what you wanna talk about first, sweetheart? Because I, I have a feeling that people might be coming in here looking for a reaction to the mega situation. Well, I guess we can start with coming to America. The Black Brits, the Itnes and Bruvs, yeah. my favorites now. <laughs> my brothers in the, and my brothers in the struggle, the Itnes and Bruvs. Uh, let me see. You said you want to talk about. Um, you want to talk about coming to America first. So as I'm pulling this up, give the people your initial thoughts. Uh, it was black as hell. <laughs> but like, um, I don't, mm, yeah, it was a little, it was, it was really black. I don't know if that's a, a little offensive thing. I don't know if it was like a little too much, you know. But um, something we noticed was that the you said the score wasn't the same like it didn't feel as majestic and mm-hmm. it, it didn't have um like the orchestra or whatever mm-hmm. um 
That's what I'm looking for right now. What else? The actual set design, it wasn't as ornate. Like, in the original one, everything was intricate. Even the walls, like, all the wallpaper and shit. Mm-hmm. And I didn't, I didn't feel that. In the costumes, too. Like, yeah, the costumes were grand, but... Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> but the costumes in the original were, you know, they felt evil. <laughs> And I just feel like everybody in their model was in this one. Yeah. I remember that part for drumline. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember that part. <laughs> Didn't have the majesty. The track, the, the soundtrack wasn't the same. Everybody in their mama was in it, right? Not that that's a bad thing, but at the same time, it's like, all right. <laughs> they tried to get everybody a part. <laughs> <laughs> That's not how you motherfucking direct. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is not how you do- throwing motherfucking plates. <laughs> throwing. F- so okay. Um, thank you, Lady of the House, for your for your wonderful assessment, because that's very much that's very true to how I feel. Um, watching coming to America. Just wanna before we even get to coming to America, which is how I have to say it. You gotta you gotta put the two in there so people know what you're talking about. Not just coming to America. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> coming to America. I know it's not a nigga just cutting grass outside my house. We're recording the podcast. Anyway. Do his job. <laughs> right, let the man do his job. You're right. Um, but I want—I just want to give people a, 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 a sturdy ground to stand on as it comes to where I'm coming from when it comes to coming to America. Okay. Coming to America, in my opinion, top three greatest black films of all time. And it was the greatest black film of all time before Friday came out. And y'all know how I feel about Friday. Um, one of the greatest black movies of all time. One of the very few movies, films, that's able to intersect with middle class black culture without it feeling elitist. Yeah. Because in the original Coming to America, the McDowell family is, they the shit. Like the McDowell family is like the, it's like the Huxtables in a sense, right? Um, this is a very successful family. And so the way that the movie, the original movie interacts with the, with the black middle-class family doesn't put them in a light of elitism. It puts them in a light of they're just, you know, regular black folks, right? It just so happens that this fictional king, this fictional prince from Zamunda, who's in a higher class, gets to interact with this lower class of people. This lower class of people is the middle class people. And it's so interesting that in coming to America, the Eddie Murphy character goes back to the McDowell um, to see to get some uh, to get some advice. But that's not what I want to talk about. Um, the original film, the original Coming to America, is when you watch it back, it is a romance movie first and comedy second. They are telling a love story. Um, and we watch Coming to America and then watch Coming to America, uh, two then one. And the immediate difference between the two films is that the second film weirdly looks better. I mean, the original film looks better. Mm-hmm. Uh, I theorize because it was shot on film. Uh, another quick thing, because you just brought some, something else up, uh, up as well. The attention to detail in coming to America was completely different. Mm-hmm. I talked about this on Over the Shoulder last night. Make sure you go check out Over the Shoulder where you listen to podcasts. I talked about this on Over the Shoulder last night, but um, and we talked about this before. Uh, let's just say the original film had a $40 million budget and the second film had a $40 million budget. Mm-hmm. Right? In the first film, the choreography was done with Debbie Allen. The uh, costume design was done with, I forgot the person's name, but this person would go on to get uh, Oscar nominations and, and, and Golden Globes and different awards throughout the rest of the community. Saying that to say that the individuals who, you know, it's, it's a, there's a note in there. The individuals who were on the first project were younger, cheaper, more energetic, and trying to create a product that would stand out amongst all products, not just like a follow-up product. Mm-hmm. Um, the second movie was not that. Let's say we had $40 million. Just the fact that you got to pay Eddie Murphy $20 million, $25 million alone is different. Well, back in the day, you might have got away in 88, you might have got away with paying Eddie Murphy $8, $10 million or something like that, right? And then you could spend other $30 million on these other ordinary things. The jewelry in coming to America wasn't even real. 
I really feel like when we watch Coming to America, the original joint, the gold uh, that King Joffrey Jr. is wearing looks real. I don't know if it is real, but that should look real. That should look like it should be in Namek right now. It looks so goddamn real. Um, so, Bima, what's your formal assessment of the movie? I mean, okay. Was, the, was it a good movie, sweetheart? No. The uh, yeah, yeah, the writing in the movie was terrible. <laughs> uh, I don't know if I say terrible. It was really bad. I've seen worse, but I don't know if that's. I don't know if that's not a compliment. Yeah. <laughs> that's not a compliment. It's like you go to somebody's house and they they serve you their signature dish and you're like, I've had worse. <laughs> what? <laughs> that's not what you want. Guess I'll never cook again. Right. Fuck life. Right. <laughs> um. Oh, here's something we didn't talk about that I definitely want to talk about. The second movie feels like... Um, <laughs> he didn't have to try. He didn't have to try, right. Uh, Izzy says Eddie was terrible. The second movie felt like an apology in some senses mm-hmm. for the first movie. And a, a direct apology for misogyny. Coming to America, the second one felt like a, a direct apology for the misogyny that was happening and coming to America. And I, I want to take you back to this moment in the cultural zeitgeist where when Eddie Murphy is first coming out again, maybe like two years ago, he's coming back out like, oh, shit, Eddie Murphy's back. Um, he said that when he, he said in a, an initial interview, can't remember who it was with, might have been with Variety or GQ or one of these individuals. He said that when... Um, he said when he watched Raw and Delirious back, like as an adult, it makes him cringe. Hmm. This is in stark opposition to comedians like Bill Burr, like Chris Rock, like Dave Chappelle. These individuals who have built a career on, not built a career, but throughout their career, have leaned on the laurel of, I'm not apologizing for what I said on stage. Hmm. My job as a comedian is to tell jokes is to stir stir the thought processes that create humor. My job is not to be accurate. My job is not to be sensitive, et cetera, et cetera. Eddie Murphy comes out, who is all these niggas' godfathers, the godfather to Dave Chappelle, the, uh, the, the, the source of verification and validation for Chris Rock. Eddie Murphy comes out and says, you know, I watched that shit back I did in the 80s, and that shit was bad. I cringe. It was misogynistic. It was homophobic. It was et cetera, et cetera. There was, another converse, there was another conversation that we need to have. Okay, what does that do to a Dave Chappelle who then looks at his, um, his relationship with the trans community through his comedy? Will there be a time when Dave Chappelle looks back and be like, okay, maybe I was doing too much. Maybe it won't be, maybe it will. But coming to America definitely felt like that energy that, that Eddie was giving off, which is like, okay, what we did in the past was a lot. It was a bit much. So in this movie, what we can, what we should do is we should try rectifying some of the things we did in the past. You will not hear, at least consciously, without without uh, being asked for accountability, you will not hear BMO say that I don't want to see more equitable positions and more equality for women in Hollywood in these specific in these particular roles. Right? We look back on the original Coming to America, and you don't have to get. You don't have to get very far in the movie to realize, oh shit, this is a this is a, this is a, this is a little this is a little misogynistic over here. It's a little this is a little misogynistic happening over here. Um, and in the second movie, I think they, they I think they did an interesting job painting Zamunda as misogynist without showing the misogyny. Yeah. Great example is. And I'm. This is not. I'm not advocating for this, but just a question: Why weren't the royal bathers naked? Why did uh, uh, little PG dude go ask his mom if he could bathe with the bathers? <laughs> Again, this is not an argument for more misogyny. Um, but it is. An, it was an interesting. To see, it was interesting. Is an interesting thing to see a product thirty years after it had been made, thirty-two years after it had been made in twenty twenty-one, in this year of cancellation, in this year of 
uh, in this age of cancellation, in this age of uh, equity and uh, showing different demographics respect, um, and then the consequences of violating that social pact of respecting other demographics leads to cancellation and loss of profits. It's very interesting to see an 80s product mm -hmm. updated to 2021. say is there something else that I noticed too is that um I don't know for sure but it seemed like the original was rated R and the second was PG-13. Definitely. Yeah because there was a whole lot of cussing in the first one. A whole lot of cussing in the first one and the second one seemed a little tame. Right very tame. I think that might be my whole complaint with the movie in general is that it just seemed it seemed safe. Yeah like they didn't want to upset anybody. And they did. Good morning. Good morning, Empress. Good morning. They didn't want to set anybody, and by not upsetting somebody, they probably skirted greatness. Yeah. Yeah. Cause the original joint, I I really beg y'all to go watch Coming to America, the original. It feels like a spectacle. Yeah. If like when you open up on the Kingdom of Zamunda, in Coming to America, it felt like they were on a set. In the second mm -hmm. one. In the original, it felt like I was there. Right, I felt like I was sitting at the table with them. <laughs> Even the fact that like Barbar -Bar was was fake in the second one, and in the real one, he's first. Right. He's real. Right. In the first one, he's real. Yeah. Interest, interesting, and interesting to see that technology has not allowed for a greater picture. Because I promise you, the nineteen eighty eight coming to America looks incredibly better than the second one. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. Was it the four K that threw it off? Even the dancers, like. The <laughs> dancers looking real TikTok ish. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> They had Tiana Taylor in there. I swear the only dance move she did was a hip roll. Right. Isn't she a dancer? Yeah. <laughs> there was no Debbie Allen on the crew. Right. Good morning. Vanilla Ja. Good morning. Um, but yeah, if so what makes it a, a heavy-handed back bad movie? Uh hold on, I'm about to get to that in a second, Empress. What makes it a bad movie is the fact that it is so heavy-handed. Yeah. It's so corny. And I'm old. And I'm starting to enjoy the corn. But man, extra cheese on this joint. To Emperor's point, the best part about the second one is that I saw a whole lot of black actors get paid. Yeah. Whole bunch of them. The 40 plus black crowd was in this movie. What? What? Gladys Knight was in the movie. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Gladys Knight was in the movie. Like, come on, Gladys Knight was in the movie. John Amos was in the movie. Salt and Pepper was in the movie. Uh, SWV. S in Vogue, you mean? In Vogue, excuse me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What? I like SWV better. Oh! The old black actors in the movie were eating. Uh, and Daryl and Patrice. <laughs> uh, the folks who originally fell in love with this movie are now 35 to 45 years old. This is what Taman says. They get kids now. It's got to be a family fun movie. Does it? Because the people who are 35 to 45 now weren't, you know. Weren't. Exactly. They were in their 20s, and, you know, back then. So, and that wasn't a family friendly movie. <laughs> I mean, okay. Were there, were there 30 to 45 year olds watching it then? Tomorrow's biggest. Is, is, there is a good point that through evolution. Well, okay, couple of couple of points. I think you know what. I'm getting stuck on my words. My overall theme of what I'm getting ready to say is, I don't like when I can see the producers in the movie. What does that mean? I don't like when I can see the producers saying, "Ah, studio's not gonna like that. Ah, we got to make more money. Ah, put this, put this, uh, put this ad right here." Mm. Tomorrow you make a point that, and, and, and I wonder if, I wonder if when you do these long-term sequels, if in a sense they have to be family-friendly um, to, to gain as much audience as possible. Excuse me. And now, I mean, 30 to 45 euros, I guess they got to watch it with their kids? I don't, I don't know. I don't got no kids. So um, maybe I don't know. I, maybe you put the kids in the room? I don't know. 
I know I was watching rated R movies when I was four. Rennell didn't care. Don't tell everybody. Don't go to her page and embarrass her, but she ain't care. She ain't care. She she swears she don't remember this, but like my mom used to let me watch Oz. Oz was a very violent prison show when I was like nine. I saw a man get raped when I was nine. <laughs> I saw it on Oz. And compare that to my parents who would not let me watch Roots. <laughs> wow. Yeah, my Rennell was like, oh, no, go ahead, go ahead. I think she was low-key just trying to give me like a little, hey, don't go to jail, nigga. Oh, I think she was giving me one of those. Yeah. Uh, but I was surely enough, I was surely watching um, watching Oz at nine. That's not the point, though. <laughs> um... Uh, Shep says most definitely look at all the summer movies that come out. How many are PG and not R? Right. True. It's a there's a reason why Deadpool is an anomaly in the game because it is a family is a family friendly movie that is rated R. Mm. It is a subject and successful at that point. So would I have liked to seen a rated R coming to America? I mean, what would have been different? More cuss words and titties? Maybe the misogyny would have been a little. It's going to sound bad. Maybe the misogyny would have been better. Because here's the thing. If I just watched Coming to America and was like, oh, Zamunda is misogynist, there's only in, in Coming to America, there's only misogynist in words. Like when they say women can't own businesses or uh, women can't rule Zamunda. It's never anything physical. Like she sucked my dick while I was getting my, while I was getting cleaned up. It was an insinuation, but in the first joint, they said it. The royal penis is clean, not the royal privates. So uh, my overall assessment of the movie is I thought it was I thought it was mid. And black mid matters. I appreciate that the uh, I appreciate the material was pulling on my nostalgic heartstrings. It worked in that point. It did make me want to watch the original joint so bad. The best part of coming to America was when Marimbe, I don't know if y'all remember this character, Marimbe is telling the story of the first movie. It brought a tear to my eye. Uh, she was telling it like she was telling it like in the oral tradition story, like that very like African-esque aesthetic. Uh, where like the king had to fight bug-eyed burglars and all that stuff. That's that like that that viewing of the old movie. Every my favorite parts of the of the new movie. Every time they mention the old movie, ah, and that and that, huh? Oh yeah, make sure y'all say good morning to the lady of your house. I only seen two people say it. It's nine people in here. That means there's eight ass whoopings to give out. Okay, did I say good morning? Good morning. Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah. Mine first. Anyway. Let me roll this blunt. Say something to the people, sweetheart. Um, Emperor says the movie was two hours long and it still moved fast as fuck. The writing wasn't there at all. No. Mm-mm. I remember, like, the first... <laughs> he, like, right here. God damn! It was, like, the first 10, 15 minutes, you already knew how it was going to end. Yeah. <laughs> I said it, too. Yeah, you said I it. I said I was like, oh, man. As soon as, as soon as I seen the daughters, I was like, oh, the she daughter going to be the... Right. The daughter going to be the queen. Mm-hmm. And then we saw Marimbe, and we're like, okay, he's gonna end up with Marimbe. <laughs> yeah, yep, yep. It felt it. Uh, if anything, this movie gave me the first coming to America gave me the vibes of, uh, like a big Hollywood film, an '80s Hollywood film. Yeah. This film gave me an '80s Hollywood comedy. They could have made this in '89. This remind me, huh? No, it was safe for comedy. Right. Because you got to be, you got to, you got to be, you got to be safe. You got to be strong. You got to be wiser. Good morning. Who is, who is this? Good morning. Shep. Shep was in the band. Played nice. the drop. You don't know about, you don't know, you don't know about no Thunder Machine, girl. All right. Thunder Machine, <laughs> what? <laughs> I still think Thunder Machine will outlast Showtime. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Showtime, Showtime was not in the inauguration, by the way. They, they sure won't. They had the, uh, they had the, they had the, the symbols of Showtime, but that was all Thunder Machine. Then they had the, um, they had the dancers too. Right? Mm-hmm. That's it. Mm, the dancers and the flags was out there, you know, doing, doing the best they can. Damn, <laughs> do it like that. 
<laughs> because I got beef with the Trumpets, I also have beef with the flags, okay? I just I just try to hold my respect for black women. Um, Sam, what's up? Sam, I seen you in the studio the other night. I should have came. My homegirl told me, but like, I can't. Here's the thing. If you want me, if I'm going to be honest about the situation, then we're going to get back to the show. My homegirl hit me up the other night. It was like 1030. Sam was in the studio. And she was like, oh, you should come to the studio. And I was like, I can't. I'm not about to walk in the room, tell the lady at the house I'm going to the studio at 1030. Why? <laughs> Too many questions, man. Too many questions. That sound like, that's because that sound like uh, typical producer nigga shit. Oh, I got him. I got, I got to run to the studio real fast. I'll be back at 3 o'clock in the morning. Right. Nigga. <laughs> has got to tell me a day in advance, Okay. <laughs> With a lighter, sweetheart. It's in the bank. Niggas gotta be able to tell me a day in advance, okay? I need to be able to send out invitations. Not about to go. I'm not gonna. Not about to walk into the room. She's sleep. Hey, I got. I gotta go to the studio. Be right back. <laughs> Hell no. Nah. You know what that sound like? That sound like divorce. <laughs> that sound like divorce. Anyway, we got some more topics here. Um. Uh. Yeah. She. She was asleep. She was in the bed. Two days ago. Oh, I think yeah. two days ago. Um, what other topics got here? What my, my notepad at here? Okay, so we talked about coming to America. You got any other thoughts about coming to America? Overall, I give it a I give it a five <laughs> out of twenty. No, I'm playing. Yeah. I give it a five out of ten. Yeah, you see me with the X pain. Uh, that nigga nice. Uh, yeah, I give it a five out of ten. What you think? What are your thoughts? Very modern, very mid. But as we said here on this station several times, black mid matters, baby. You gotta be able to get that mid off, okay? Because let me tell you something, huh? You better watch this coming to America too. Let me let me tell you something. Coming to America has already made a hundred million dollars on a distribution through uh, through Amazon Prime. So they straight. You should go watch it anyway, just so you can keep it in the zeitgeist, keep it in the conversation, maybe tweet about it, uh, and then Eddie Murphy can keep keep his streak going. We gotta remember, Eddie Murphy didn't make all classics. You know what I'm saying? They weren't all good. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> oh, Daddy. Oh, first off, <laughs> Daddy thing. Daycare no, is <laughs> prime. <laughs> Don't come for Daddy Daycare. That's that's a hit. Oh, okay, okay, okay. That's a hit right there. <laughs> What'd you give it, Natalie? It was, was kind of funny at times. What? You laughed too. You know you laughed because you were like, all right. I remember what, That's how I got the five. <laughs> so, that's how the five. Could have been a zero. <laughs> the movie was bad, y'all. The movie was bad, y'all. The, the, uh, 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 the, the precipice for, the, well, the reason why I say black men matters, we got to be able to identify not good black art. Like, okay. Not all black art has to be great to be respected, so therefore we must identify the non-great black art. <laughs> this is one of them. What's up, big dog? What's Papa Rock? Your sister called me the other day. I should call her back. Um. Uh. Yeah. So I give I give I give coming to America a five. You lady in the house, what's your score? Five and a half. Okay. So overall, in this hat, in this house, it is mid. <laughs> See, here's what I've known. This is the last, this last thing I'm gonna talk about. It. Here's what I know about the Wii game. Right? You plant a seed. Mm-hmm. Right? You spend all this money, in nutrients, and time, and energy, literally, to grow the seed into a beautiful plant. You cut this plant down. You dry it off. You cure it. You know what I'm saying? You give it a name. You come up with some nice packaging, and then you smoke it, and it's ass. You know what you still got to do? You just smoke it to sell it. <laughs> That's what I mean by Black Mid Matters. <laughs> it needs to be created. The process of creating this crop is far more important, especially in this case, than the outcome. Yeah. Eddie Murphy needs to have blank checks to create content because Eddie Murphy is the godfather of all these niggas who create comedic content. So even if Eddie fails, and we can recognize that we should still give Eddie a chance, Eddie is still block, blockbuster, we get more niggas that could become Eddie. 
ain't smoking or selling, baby. That's a good. You know what? If we were to start a film review show, that's actually a good. Uh, that's actually a good ranking system. Smoke it or sell it. And we are. Should we give this one out to other people, or should we just smoke it ourselves? You know what? For coming to America, we gonna smoke it ourselves. <laughs> we gonna keep it in house. You know what I'm saying? It's going to be our fun for our mid, okay? You know what I'm saying? For our, for, our, for our Zaz, if you will, for all the fancy kids out there. And that's what it's going to be. That was my last thing on, on, on coming to America. What you want to talk about next? You want to talk, talk about the black Brits? The Innits and Bruv, the Queen Innits and Bruv, Princess Innit. Okay. I don't know where to start. Okay, let's start. Let's start. Let's start with. Let's just give it a be good old fashioned BMO recap. Meghan Markle, uh, black woman, ish. Yeah, I said it. She don't recognize herself as black. Well, she don't say it out loud. Anyway, Meghan Markle married Prince Prince Harry. Buckingham Palace type type shit, right? Motherfucking royal royal family type shit, right? Surprise, surprise, the royal family. Who's built on colonialism is racist. Yeah. This is not this is not a minimization of her of her pain. The wedding happens, has baby. She had the baby already. Yeah. She having another baby. Yeah. Wedding happens. Now she's sitting down talking to Oprah about the things that are happening uh, behind the scenes uh, in the monarchy. Okay. Couple of things I want to bring up. One thing, um, the first thing that kind of like, the first thing while I'm watching it, the things on Twitter is like, do people really care? Is this a thing that people really care about? Is this is this is this a thing? I'm sorry. Let me let me classify because I forgot I forgot we might have some new folks on the show. When I say people, I mean black people. Is this something that black folks really care about? Are you asking me? Well, I mean the answer is obviously yes. Because here we are talking about right here on who can make we be more yeah. Um, I don't. I saw a tweet that said that Meghan Markle is the unifying queen that the African diaspora <clears throat> has been waiting for, or some shit like that. Said that Meghan Markle would be the Princess Diana of black folks, right? That's the tweets that I'm saying. So, in my head, I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm like, I can't, I can't. Black folks cannot be giving a fuck about the monarchy of of Great Britain, right? Well, here's where black women constantly surprise me in the best way. What we what we essentially have is a story of a woman. Uh, who has been oppressed, who has been silenced by an institution based on her, based not only on her sex, but also on her race. And black women, the queen of black women, I don't say the queen of black women, but, 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 but one of the, one of the uh, uh, Mount Rushmore heads of black women, Oprah Winfrey, gets a hold of this story, has a conversation with these two individuals, and just further brings out the information and the racism and the bigotry and the behind closed doors spice that's happening um, in the monarchy. I don't know, and I'll be completely honest with you, I don't know if the black women that I've seen galvanizing around Meghan Markle are galvanizing behind her because she's black or just because they're galvanizing behind her because they see an injustice happening to a woman. So to answer my original question, do black folks really care about this? I don't know if Meghan Mark. I don't know if the issues of Buckingham Palace are necessarily a black problem. In the same sense that, like, I'm going to draw a really weird connection here. In the same sense that, like, not in the same sense. But using the same energy of like Monique, the problems that Monique was are facing about the representation of Black women, uh, the marginalization of Black women within this particular space, 
they aren't my field. I don't know if they're necessarily of blackness, but definitely concern black representation, definitely concern, concern the perception of black people. The same thing I feel is happening with this Megan situation. I don't necessarily feel like this is a black problem. This is a problem that black people have a solution for. If anything, this is a result of blackness, and now you have to use your black skills to move forward. But I've seen, at least in my personal life, a lot of the women that I, I work with in the creative field or a lot of women in my personal life are very interested in this situation. Is it the princess thing? I don't know. It's, very, it's, it's weird to me. It's weird to me. It's weird to me. I'm about to say something real hotel-like, so y'all forgive me. It's weird to me that this interview with with Harry and Meghan was happening at the same time as quite possibly the blackest thing I've seen this year, which was the NBA All-Star Game. That shit was super black. I can see how you wouldn't want to watch the All-Star Game if you're not an All-Star-ass nigga or if you're, not, if you're not fucking with sports like that. But, man, if you talk about I saw, I saw so much support. I saw more support. I don't know. Harry was actually holding his wife down, so I appreciate that. I saw a lot of support for black women during the NBA All-Star Game. So a lot of support for... Uh, the HBCU community during the All-Star Game. It was very interesting. Yeah. Uh, so it was interesting to see, it was interesting to see uh, a, a Twitter timeline that had celebration of black culture happening through the NBA, which is shitting on the NFL, and um, a, the separate side of a conversation, mostly with the women on my timeline who were talking about the things happening um, with the minorities. It's so interesting to me. I can't wait to, I'm ready to hear some other thoughts. Because, you know, on Wake and Make We Be Mo, yeah, we've been having a playful banter between the itnits and myself. Um, but this situation, you know what's a good thing to see, though? What is a good thing to see out of this whole uh, Meghan Markle and Harry situation is the black women in Britain tearing these white boys up. You know what? On Thursday, they might have to be my Paul Robin, my international Paul Robinson Negroes of the week. There's two of them. I can't remember these women's name, these women names, these ladies' names because you know I don't watch British news often. But these, ooh, woo! You know I love me the drama. These black women are tearing these white folks down because apparently. Uh, just to get a little more into the situation. Apparently, what the what the trigger issue is to this whole Meghan Markle and Harry situation, of course, of course, the monarchy is is racist, just like you know the White House is racist. It's like you know I think Joe Biden is racist. We'll talk about that again on another time. Um, but I feel like where the real the linchpin of the issue is how these individuals have been portrayed in the media. My man Tom Tom from Over the Shoulder brought this up a couple years ago uh, when it pertains to like how African and black athletes are portrayed in the media versus their white counterparts about football. The particular story he told me, there was a story, I can't remember the football player's name, but he bought $300,000. After signing his contract for a few million dollars, he bought a $300,000 house for his parents. Uh, the news media said that he was throwing his money away. Next day... His teammate gets a similar deal, buys a half a million dollar money for, uh, I mean, half a million dollar house for his parents. That same media outlet says, look at this boy. He's doing a great thing for his community, right? So the, the bigotry and the racism apparently in Great Britain and all over the UK is a little, not a little, is more in the media and how people portray them. I feel like after watching Pierce Morgan get dragged this morning, Piers Morgan, who I who I thought was one of the most respected newsmen of the of the of the UK, no, no, he's not. No. Was is he the is he the uh, is he the what's the dude who got uh, canceled? The bill, what's his name? Oh, what's damn the canceling works so well? I forgot this nigga name. <laughs> Fuck it, we'll do it live. That dude. What's my man's name? 
man, he used to go, man, the 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 spars between him and uh uh oh I forgot the other dude's name too from uh from uh the Daily Show with John Stewart. So the 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 stuff kind of Bill O'Reilly. There we go. There we go. Bill, Bill, Bill O'Reilly. He's a bitch, huh? <laughs> I forgot about that man. Bill O'Reilly, thank you, Tamar. I appreciate that. Um I thought that so is is Bill o, is 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 uh uh Pierce Morgan the Bill the Bill O'Reilly of of the Itnits? No. I mean I don't know. I have to, maybe I get maybe as we're studying the Paul Robeson Negroes of the week, we'll get more into this tabloid and and perspective issue that happens in the media uh in the UK. But apparently that's the thing. Apparently the the coverage of Meghan and Harry is far different from what's the other girl name? Kate Middleton and uh, Frank William. That's his name. <laughs> William, you know, I think all bitch niggas named Frank. Anyway, um, apparently it's just different. Different in the same in the same sentiment in which I just expressed, like how black soccer players and white soccer players in Europe are treated completely different. So apparently, these might be my Paul Robinson Negro of the Week. These black women are getting these news outlets together. <laughs> and I'm appreciative of it. So I'm watching these drags happen on Twitter by the hour. Ooh, and you know I love me to drama, baby. Mm. Does that mean that UK, the UK is behind the United States as it comes to race relations? Who would you say? Now, mind you, both of I, I'm not gonna speak for you. I am very ignorant about race relations in 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 the UK. I ain't been there, and I don't have very uh, very many um, European, Britain, UK friends. I got some Canadian friends. I do know there was. Um... Speaking of which, tomorrow you fuck with the Queen like that? Doesn't isn't the Queen over uh, can, uh Canada, Canada too? Tomorrow you fucking with the queen like that? The queen never came with Right? No. No? No. It's not? Not that queen. Is there another queen of Canada? I don't think there's a queen. There's only prime ministers, right? <laughs> so you're saying the queen, the, the monarchy has no, what up, Troy? The monarchy has no, like, inf, has no, like, it's not over, per se, Canada. Am I tripping? Why would they be over Canada? Well, just like, uh, well, I thought, well, okay, this this is where I'm gonna see same queen, really? right? Mm -hmm. What? Okay, this is where I'm gonna sound. This is where I'm gonna sound completely ignorant, right? Um, but I thought, even like, okay, so like, there's the there's Great Britain, yeah. There's United Kingdom, yeah. European Union, yeah. Uh, England, okay. Right. These are all different things. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> right. I thought the United Kingdom included. Canada, some of the Caribbean islands. Okay. Like all okay. the places all the places that are still considered colonies of I didn't know that it included Canada, but I did know it included some Caribbean islands. But now that you say that, I'm thinking like British Columbia and then like now it makes sense because that would be a part of the UK. And that's my mind. Now look now. Know. Look now, I have an American education right, on right. international <laughs> subjects. Please okay. Forgive Please forgive me. <laughs> okay. Okay, Malik is telling me no. Taman, Malik, who is Bayesian, right, Barbados. Okay, I'm so confused now. Forget is telling me no. Right. And Taman, who is Canadian, is telling me it's the same queen. I think, Google! <laughs> Google! <laughs> right? So, like, okay, Monty Hill is saying, I think they have their own royalties. That's like the Duchess and the Dukes, right? Like the Duke of Canada. But those all report to the queen, right? Like, see the head of the table, ain't it? Of all the other... Like, yeah, there's a table of monarchs. The main bitch is at the front, right? And the king, if he's if he's alive. And then all the other table members. I thought it was like dukes and dukes and duchesses and shit. I didn't know there was a main queen. Like, There's only one queen, right? There's no other queen in the world? I mean, I'm pretty sure. I mean, maybe, That's but that, I mean, but not the the Queen of England. You know what oh, I'm saying? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the Queen of. Is she the Queen of England or the Queen of the whole she's United the, Kingdom? 
Now, mind you, we know which, what's, what's really funny, what's really funny about this whole situation, right? What's really funny is that the monarchy means shit. It means nothing. Right. It's fairy dust, angel dust. It's nothing. It's nothing. And niggas, and niggas are worried about getting capped <laughs> from an imaginary system. Let me calm down because I'm a little scared right now. Let me calm down. What Malik say? The UK is the island that England, Scotland, of Wales, right? The UK is the island. Okay, so the Great Britain is the whole, right? Somebody help me out. All these, I, ooh, ooh, all my educated wake and bake with Bebo Nights. I know y'all laughing at me right now. I know you're laughing at me right now. Somebody help me out. We got some comments. What do people say? There's a table of monarchs and one bitch is the queen. That's the quote of the day. That's what I'm saying. Uh, there's a head bitch at the table. That's the queen. Everybody on the long table, aren't they dukes and duchess? And ain't one of those dukes like the Duke of Canada? So, Tamar, do you fuck with the Duke of Canada? Is he like the ambassador? <laughs> Go ahead. Help me out, sweetheart. Give me some facts. What do you want me to look up? Just talking to the mic. I don't care what you say. Just say what do you want me to look up? I want to know. I want to know. <laughs> Who's the queen of Canada? Is there a queen of Canada? How does that work? What's crazy, all this shit don't exist. The monarch, the monarch is more made up than race. What's up? It's the same. I told you that bitch was the queen. <laughs> I told you it was the same bitch. It's the same girl. The website is www.royal.uk slash Canada. UK slash Canada. So Canada's part of the United Kingdom. Okay, there we go. <laughs> this is ridiculous. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Wait, wait, wait. But did huh? you say something else about Britain and like, I don't know. I want to get into that. I just wanted to know if Taman, who was the only international based person on here, <laughs> fuck with the queen. He gave me a thumbs down. That's all I need to know. <laughs> so in my, in my head, with my sample size, black people don't fuck with the queen. <laughs> and that's what we call irresponsible data. Okay? That's all I wanted to know. Dude, niggas fuck with the queen. Because you remember that? Okay, okay. I'm going to take you back. Do you remember the episode of the Kaiser Show? when they were teaching Cliff how to play uh, cricket. Yeah. And they kept saying, to the queen, to the queen. <laughs> Dude, niggas really fuck with the queen. Like American people? No, I mean, I mean, itnit niggas. Oh. <laughs> Itnits, bruvs, wagwans, them niggas. <laughs> <laughs> Do these niggas fuck with the queen. <laughs> I have not in my lifetime, other than on the Cosby shirt, show her the black person say, to the queen. Other than they were talking about Beyonce. Uh, that's it. <laughs> Which I do like. I do enjoy the conversation, though. If, if black folks had a queen, it would definitely be Beyonce. Right? The queen of black. The queen of blackness. Blackness? Blackness? The queen of blackness. She could be the queen of black entertainers. I don't know about the queen of blackness. Oh, you just told Beyonce to shut up and sing. <laughs> you know what? I th you know what? I don't think you fuck with Beyonce. Here's my evidence. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. Okay. Okay. I don't. I don't think. I don't think you fuck with Beyonce. One time. I wasn't ready. I was not ready. I didn't know it was coming. Um. Uh. Old black old people fuck old black people fuck with the queen because of religion. What's also what's up, Camille? Camille. Fucking queen. Mmm. Empress said it would be Stacey Abrams. Mmm. Queen of blackness. Who could rule over us with imaginary power? That's just crazy to me. Anyway, I you go with Stacey. I think Stacey would be a good duke. A good duke? Or a president. You don't want to be the queen? Nah, she's too important to be queen. Mm, so you, so you 
Right. Because they don't really do nothing. Right. <laughs> I like how you made me say it louder. <laughs> you going to get me murked. <laughs> you going to get me murked by the crown. Oh, my goodness. Well, y'all, it's been it's been a great time on Wake and Bake with BMO. I'm still going to continue this show. No, we're not done, but I feel like the crown going to come get us. What's the time? 50? All right. Patty LaBelle. Interesting. Um, oh, Lord, your phone up on the screen. That's why I'm seeing all these niggas in the DMs. Oh, my God. Uh, um, I'm high as well, girl. Worry about it. Talking about I'm high. Don't mind me. I'm going to mind you extra. Don't know who the fuck the Queen of Canada is. Turns out it's the same queen. That lady old. Right? That's 70 years. Wait, does that mean, hold on. Does Kate Middleton become the next queen? Is that what that is? She's a duchess, right? I don't know, man. I think she's hey, I want to talk about something else. <laughs> I don't care. Um, couple of things here. I'm just going to list them off. We saw that Jay-Z and his partners sold title to uh, Square, which is the owners of Twitter. Yeah, all, all or a majority. Wow. Well, damn. Okay, my second question is... The queen is 94. God damn. 94? Well, she don't do nothing anyway. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> Ain't like she could be incompetent. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Oh, okay. <laughs> 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 what did <you> say? <laughs> <laughs> hey. <laughs> hey. She got yeah, right. I don't like give a fuck. Oh, it's the queen. Hey, whatever. Give a fuck. Discord's a lie. Start fucking up. Is it? Oh! I wonder if we still live or if your phone fucking up. Well, it's fine this whole time. It's fine this whole time until we said the queen don't do shit? Right. Oh, now look at it. What? That's crazy. What's up? Did it start over? Interesting. I mean, yeah, we still we're still going. I don't know if the people can hear me. People, okay. if you can hear me, let me know what's going on. Okay. Oh, because we definitely the live started fucking up over here, y'all. Uh oh. <laughs> All right, let's talk about something else. <laughs> Ain't that some shit? We could talk shit about coming to America all goddamn day. Yo. But the moment I tell the truth about the queen not doing shit, now my shit start fucking up. Yo. I saw I saw uh, 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 a colleague of mine, Jez Chung. She put a statement up on Instagram, basically saying that like during the Golden Globes, she was saying that like white mediocrity, white mediocrity and black excellence is uh, celebrated at the same level. White mediocrity and black excellence are celebrated at the same level. She put that up. The simple quote tweet. She got took down three times by by Instagram on hate hate speech policies. <laughs> White folks don't want the truth. Right. That's why I say, like, when niggas be like, niggas be like, oh, we ain't trying to teach white folks. Shit, I am. Yeah. Put me in a room with white folks, I tell them the truth. But can we even get the truth out? No, it'd be therapy. It ain't for them. It's for me, goddammit. It's therapeutic <laughs> for me. Fuck them. <laughs> Fuck them. Uh, what else you got? What, oh, that's not you. It's me. Yeah. Anyway, we yeah, got actually. What's the burning question of the roach? Mm. You have a burning question for a roach. Mm. Oh, yeah, I know y'all see my allergies hit me. Oh, boy. Mm. Um. In the springtime, we're going to switch the camera to the lady because she's going to look way better than me. <laughs> what? You see me? Y'all see me? Hell yeah. Oh, shit. Well, bless you. <laughs> <coughs> okay. Excuse me. What was your favorite part? Quarter <laughs> read? <laughs> 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 Say <laughs> <laughs> uh, What was your favorite part of mm, of the All Star Game? What was your favorite part of the All Star Game? Because you saw how black it was. Like every commercial was black as hell. Nike had a great black commercial. Um. Et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. 
My favorite, they had a full moment right before, I think it was the middle of the second quarter. It was a whole moment that was dedicated to black women. We wouldn't be here without you. We appreciate you. We need to do better for you. Here's the work that we've done. Here's the work that we set out to do. Mm-hmm. Right? It was like 15, 20 minutes of the All-Star game was dedicated to the supporting and the development of black women. And I was like, hmm. Yeah. Of course. Right. Of course. Um, I was already impressed when I heard schools like Taft, Claflin, Clark Atlanta, um, no shade, but when I heard like the B list, when I heard the B side HBCUs, the HBCUs that are hidden from the mainstream because they don't, they don't succeed on the same level as the mainstream. There's a reason, and just so y'all know, there's a those HBCUs are the ones that are probably closer to the general black experience than your Howards and your Morehouses and your Spellmans. And your Xavier's and your A and T's, like those are, those are like the, <clears throat> those are like the Ivy Leagues. You know what I'm saying? But there's a reason why you have your Morris Browns and your Tafts, um, uh, and your Bennetts. Like, did so I say it to say like it was good to hear. <clears throat> it was good to hear. I'm about to get to that eighty. Uh, it was good to hear HBCUs supported on a level of nuance. And then blackness supported on a level of like essentialism, which included the highlight of black women. 80 shots, you got a good point there. I, for a moment, though, during the All-Star game, just for a moment, I was like, all right. <laughs> and it was when Anthony Hamilton performed in the fourth quarter. I was like, damn, <laughs> we black, black tonight. <laughs> the blackest artist we could find. Who's the blackest nigga we could get to sing the slowest we gonna we gonna overcome ass song, and the only reason they didn't get John Legend is because they wanted a dark skinned nigga. That's it. <laughs> That's it. Did we need it? No. Did I appreciate it? Sure. <laughs> sure. Sure. Uh, but we'll see. Um, and, and you know, just to give a just to give a little inside baseball, because you know, nigga working the in the marketing field now. Um, when I see things like the NBA and uh, who was putting on the game, TNT, mm-hmm. being that big and that bold and that black, mm-hmm. to me that says, okay, all right, TNT, if you're willing to make all these big, bold black statements and mm-hmm. set this big-ass black precedent, now I want to get nuanced. Now I want to get real deep in this motherfucker. Let's get into, mm-hmm. let's get, let's get into uh, uh, anti-recidivism. Let's get into black women birthing rights. Mm-hmm. Let's get into um, uh, let's get into redlining and digital redlining. Let's start talking about the real issues that are affecting blackness outside of the space of equity, mm-hmm. right? I was on a call yesterday, and a young lady said to me, a brilliant young lady too. I gotta remember her name. I think her name is uh, Timmy. Uh, brilliant young lady said something to the effect that like equity stops when we have conversations about equity. It stops at acknowledgement. We acknowledge these things that happen. We want people to get buy-in. When we start talking about justice, we start talking about action. So I want to know, the All-Star game was real focused on equity, real focused on acknowledgement, real focused on uh, putting these big, nuanced problems out there for us to see and propose solutions to. Now, NBA, next year, I wonder how how, how deep you're going to get. Can we get committee work, as we used to say in the frat? Can we get it? Can we move it to committee? That means can we take it off of the general table and can we have separate meetings specifically for this right here? Because um, I would love to see it. What's up, Michael? Good morning, man. Um, I would love to see it. So the, the All-Star game was black as hell. Yeah. I got like 30 seconds. Weird thing, though. Weird to hear the most successful athletes in the world talk about HBCUs and none of them went to it, went to one. Really? Mm-mm. Hmm. Way in the week we could be more, yeah. Camera went off. <laughs> this is an interesting thought. 
just an interesting thought. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> hmm. Oh, <laughs> I want to thank y'all for listening to the Wake and Bake with BMO podcast. It seems like the live cut off right uh, at the end of my last point. Make sure y'all join me on Thursday and say good morning to the lady of the house. <laughs>